Information is power. The Information Man podcast can be heard on nine major platforms on the second YouTube channel as well. Information Man Speaks podcast. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, CastBox, SoundCloud, and finally, Spreaker. In the White House, I'm not going to say his name. You are listening. Information is power. everybody okay everybody this is the information man speaks podcast i want to welcome everyone i am on live podcasting live on spreaker and as you heard earlier i can be heard on apple podcast google podcast iHeartRadio podcast Anchor, SoundCloud, Spotify, just to name a few. And of course, I can be heard on YouTube. I have two YouTube channels. The first one is Information Man Show. Be sure to check that out, subscribe. And then my second channel is the Information Man Speaks podcast which this particular podcast will be ported over there right after I'm finished tonight talking about these issues that are happening in today's time with coronavirus make sure you subscribe to the podcast and to the YouTube channels you are you are listening to information man please make sure to subscribe to his channel Thank you very much if you go ahead and do that I want to thank everyone once again For support I've been getting a lot of support On YouTube people coming over From the Periscope uh, And Twitter sometimes when I Go live on my YouTube channel I'm on Twitter just uh, live and Periscope Those of you that have subscribed to the podcast That are listening right now I want to thank you Again for all of your support So let me get into this The title will coronavirus Lead to uh, martial law and take a toll on your mental health. Now, I can tell you one thing it's definitely going to take a toll on mental health because 
there's so much going on today. We have a administration under the, you know that guy in the White House. In the White, in the White House. I'm not going to say his name. The man who says we're going to make America great again. We, we will make America great again. So, if you've seen the latest in the press conferences, it truly looks like there's a confusion going on between Donald Trump and his administrators. As to he speaks way too much when you need the medical professionals to do the talking. There's a back and forth. There's a contradiction between Donald Trump and when the director of the disease affection control speaks. And that's Dr. Anthony Fauci. There seems to be a contradiction. Earlier today, you can see Faucho holding his hands over his face and saying, oh, my God, Trump is just talking too much. And that's a big problem. See, when you have that kind of uh, confusion going on from the top of those who are supposed to be leading the country, it trickled down to the attitude that people have on the streets and in the community across America as it relates to coronavirus. You see, attitude reflects leadership. If leadership is confused, it doesn't give the citizenry or people in this society the confidence. We're already hearing that will there be martial law? And when that happens, when you're thinking about martial law, you're thinking about how do I get toilet paper? You're thinking about how do I... Uh, pay my bills if you're work if you're a person who is out of work because you got laid off or you can't go to work because you've got various uh, municipalities and cities that are on a lockdown now right now in California and I live in California governor Greg Newsom has put into place what they call uh, it's like this California is under a statewide order to stay at home after Governor Newsom on Thursday this just this Thursday evening announced a stay at home situation okay now I'm, I'm going to get into that now so a lot of people or let's say some people in our society are thinking that when you've got states like California that are completely shutting it down and saying that you got to stay at home, only as people that are considered essential workers should be on the road going to work. That, that would be police. That would be your nurses, your doctors, your fire department. These are people in positions that, that are essential to the operations of our society. Now, I happen to be one of those people. And that's why um, I am going to talk a little bit about the mental health tonight as it relates to the anxiety of the coronavirus, the anxiety of will they take us to the level of putting us in martial law? And I think a lot of people, there's people out there who actually believe that this coronavirus is a hoax. 
that this is just a way for them to put us under martial law. And what I would like to say to people out there, stop thinking with your emotions and think logically. First of all, they don't we don't need the NBA to go to shut down. We don't need the stock market to shut down. We don't need Las Vegas to shut down. We don't need the NCAA to shut down. These all these are economic money making things. Why would they need to sacrifice the economics of the country, the stock market? Why would they need to sacrifice the money and billions of dollars that the sporting events bring in? Why would they want Las Vegas to completely go dark just to put you in or put us in martial law? They could do that. They could find other ways to put us in martial law, people, besides having to shut down the economics of the country. So that means that if this is all a hoax, that all the people that you see that are getting sick, they're all paid actors. They're all playing a role. Okay, that means that they would have to create a such a big conspiracy to get the governors of states to shut their states down. That means they got to find actors all over the country to play this role. They had to get the Princess Cruise line to play their role in the conspiracy by saying we got people on here with coronavirus. They had to lie about people that have actually died from the condition. That means that China had to be a part of the conspiracy with all the people that have died in their country. That means they had to be a part, even though we know that China did not tell the world about how serious the coronavirus had been and is when they knew that they had this virus, a situation in November the 17th, as was latest reports. So that means you would have to have the whole global world involved in this conspiracy to put us all under martial law. Just all of a sudden, they're going to put us under martial law by using a virus that people, some people may think does not exist. Now, I'm telling you, they don't have to go through all that much trouble to put us under martial law. There's been so many other lesser issues that could have put us under martial law. Folks, you got to use your logic and not get into these emotions. But let me let me go ahead and entertain the situation. Okay, now, is martial law something that's real? Yes, it can happen. Right, it can happen where you have a police state. But guess what, folks? Some say that we're already in a police state. Already. They already have us primed for it. So that's why it doesn't make any sense to create some type of viral, to create a fictional virus to put us in police state when we're already there. They already got us where they want us. Just use your common sense. Use your Logic, don't get caught up in emotions. And so this is what affects our mental health. Okay, there's a word called anxiety. What is anxiety, everybody? It's an intense exercise and it persists in a persistent worry and fear about everyday situation. It causes you to have a fast heart rate. Rapid breathing, sweating, and feeling tired. 
And once again, the key ultimate word, persistent worry and fear. Martial law for people who believe that that's what's happening or that's what's going to happen. That's another consequence or a byproduct of your fear. Now, let me tell you my credentials. I am a I am a therapist. I work in mental health. I've worked in mental health dealing with guys in the prison system for over 18 years. I've got 25 years in as a therapist. Overall, I've worked in nursing homes. I've worked in skilled nursing facilities, boarding cares facilities. I've worked at the San Francisco VA with veterans. I've worked with kids. I've worked with many, many people who have not only mental uh, disabilities, but have physical disabilities as well. And what I'm telling you is that when you have fear, you have anxiety around a situation like the coronavirus, it's going to stress you out. And it also will lead you to come with to think about a variety of circumstances it can lead you to that. It can lead you to start reading materials. My thing is, if there is an issue of us being brought under martial law, I would like to see authentic, real information, not hearsay. Because people can spread hearsay and say, this is what's happening. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that martial law can't happen. I'm just saying... Don't overwhelm yourself with so much information that's causing you to create fear and anxiety for yourself. There's already enough anxiety over catching the coronavirus and what it can do to you. There's already enough anxiety over food, toilet paper, as I mentioned, over your kids being out of school, over how do I pay my rent now? Donald Trump and his administration is proposing, and this is another thing that brings about anxiety. They're proposing to give us a thousand dollars. Look, a thousand dollars ain't gonna pay nothing, especially if you live in California where I'm at, where things are expensive. Okay? There's talk about, well, maybe it'll be more than that. Maybe it'll be a thousand dollars. I think um Maxine Waters, I heard her speaking on a radio show. Uh, she's a Congress lady out of the Los Angeles area. She's talking about it needs to be a thousand dollars a month. And they need to base it on where you live and what the economics are. So there's a lot of proposals, but we got to see what's going to really happen. These are all the different things that continue to stress one out. Creating fear, creating panic. Now, stress, panic. What is panic? A sudden, uncontrollable fear and anxiety. Again, it's all linked together. Depression. You know, being isolated at home, away from, because as humans, we are social creatures. So there can be some anxiety about being isolated, being at home. Let's say you don't have family. Some people are fortunate to have family. And they can hunker down with their family. And there are people who live alone who don't have a lot of family. And it can be awfully, it can be, uh, awfully lonely. You have those out there that are the elders of our society. I don't hear anyone talking about the senior citizens and how they are highly at risk. And they're lost in the shuffle as well with this whole situation. How do they get their food? How do they get their services, their medicines? Because the coronavirus issue is taking precedence. 
in the medical establishment of this country. Now you might have re- you might have heard my last podcast where I talked about how one of the reasons why America is struggling to deal with the testing and deal with the coronavirus as it is right now is because in America we do not have a public health system. We have a insurance health system, meaning he or she who has the money or has the best insurance will get the care and will live the longest life. So that's because our health system is built on those types of principles. It's a for-profit system. This is why you're seeing people struggle to get tested. Now, you've got people calling up the hospitals, trying to get help, saying they've got the symptoms and they're being turned away or they're not even being respected. You've got Donald Trump on the one hand saying he doesn't want people flooding the hospitals, getting tested if they don't have symptoms. But then earlier today, they press they gave they had a press conference with him. The the press said to him, "What about people that are saying that they can't get the test and they got the symptoms?" And he didn't want to talk about that. Poor leadership. And so here we are with California under a lockdown situation. Major cities, you got New York, California. You got major cities that are being hit hard. Now, the last time I checked, and I'm going to check my numbers right here for you right now. New York has confirmed right now they're at 8,403 people confirmed with the coronavirus in New York. And of course, this is going to go up after this podcast is over. The number is going to go up. They've got zero recovery and they've got 46 deaths in New York. Washington State is at 1,524 people confirmed. No recoveries and they've got 83 deaths. California, where I'm at right now, we were at 840, but now we've jumped up. Gavin Newsom stated the reason why he went for the lockdown on the state of California is because he believes 56%, 50, somewhere between the 50% of the population in California will come down or contract the coronavirus disease. So California is at 1,247 confirmed cases. And of course, that's going to go up, possibly. I would like it not to, but it's reality. 24 deaths Overall the total number of people Who are been who have been confirmed In America with the coronavirus At this time is 19,624 With 147 people recovered 260 deaths In American society today Globally China Has 81,008 People confirmed right now with coronavirus. They've got about 3,255 deaths and they've got 71,741 recovery. So China is actually, um, they're actually doing remarkable things in China right now to get a handle on the coronavirus. Italy is at 47,021. And this Italy was one of the first countries globally that put their country on a complete lockdown matter of fact in italy right now if you want to go outside and walk around go to the store 
you've got to have documents to prove and show why you're even outside. So talk about being on martial law. Germany is at 9,848. Spain at 21,510. So at Rand is at 19,644. And um, man, it is. It's, 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 uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And as I said before, where I'm at in California, we're at 1,000. We're at 1,247 cases in the Golden State, California, as we call it. And what this does is that these numbers that I'm reading off, this is what creates the anxiety. When you look at the uh, the numbers every day, you hear the news every day, all it's doing is creating more and more anxiety for your mental health. Anxiety can be normal in stressful situations, everybody, Okay. Such as a public speaking when you know when you're when you're doing public speaking, you get nervous, right? Um, anxiety is only an indicator of the underlined disease when feelings become exceed, ex, uh, exceeding and all consuming in which it interferes with your daily living. The coronavirus in itself and the fact that we in California and other parts of the country that will be on a lockdown at some point in time. This is an inconvenience. Socially, you can't go. You can't connect with people socially. It also creates a um, paranoia about your fellow citizens. You go out, you go shopping, you're trying to scrounge for supplies and you're wondering, does this woman or does that man have the coronavirus? You're wondering, you're wondering, you're wondering. You're going out putting gloves on. Putting a mask on as I did just today I was in a long line at Trader Joe's Trying to get what I could get And you begin to say Wow uh, How Did we get here Now the Trump administration was Put on notice A long Time ago That there was going to be A potential for a pandemic In this country And um, I want to pull some If I could find this clip That I have Let me see Um I want to see if I can find this clip that I have. I have a clip. Now, here it is. I found it. This is what I've got to play for everybody. This is very important. Uh, Susan Rice, uh, in this clip that I'm going to play for you, she explains how the Trump administration... Was warned about a potential that this country, that America, that the world was due for another pandemic. They put a program in place under Obama to deal with pandemics. Bush had to deal with the, I think, the swine flu, something of that nature. Donald Trump's going around lying, saying that that everything was that they inherited a broken system, and remember. Donald Trump early 
around this particular time of the when the coronavirus started to hit, not too long ago, some weeks ago, he had a campaign rally or a rally where he was saying that the Democrats were using coronavirus as a wedge issue against him politically. That it was a, they were using it as a political weapon against him, and he downplayed the coronavirus. Let's hear what Susan Rice had to say about Donald Trump and um, his lies. Administration actually ran simulations last year on this exact scenario, an outbreak of some sort of virus, uh, respiratory virus from China, and it predicted many of the exact problems all of us are facing today. What do you make of that? Well, well, what I make of it is that uh, we have known in the U.S. government for decades, uh, but certainly for recent years, that we were due for another global pandemic, uh, whether it would be an avian flu or something else. The Bush administration experienced it with uh, H5N1. In the Obama administration, we had in 2009 the so-called swine flu pandemic. We had to deal with Ebola and Zika and a number of other diseases, and therefore, we knew that this was a serious and an impending risk. That's why, under the Obama administration, we set up, I set up uh, with Lisa Monaco in the White House, in the National Security Council, an office for global health security and biodefense. We staffed it with a senior person and made sure that they could report directly to the National Security Advisor and the Homeland Security Advisor. Two years ago, that office was dismantled. And the last week of the Obama administration, we had an exercise with the incoming leadership of the Trump administration. We sat down for hours side by side, and one of the key scenarios we ran with them was very much this one of what happens when you have a global pandemic of this sort. Uh, and I'm glad to know that the Trump administration at, at the working level continued to recognize the importance of this and the exercise that the New York Times described uh, that the Health and Human Services Department ran is precisely what needed to be run. But when you have the President of the United States stand up almost daily and said, who could have imagined this? Who could have predicted this? We had no idea this could come. Well, that's just false. And not only did we know it could come, we should have prepared for it to come, as we did in the Obama administration, as we gave them the wherewithal to do in the Trump administration. Doesn't that just piss you off? That's right. It does uh, piss me off because Donald Trump has been lying to the public, acting like he has inherited a broken system. He did not take coronavirus serious. He has been contradicting all the medical personnel, professionals that he has in his administration. He keeps talking and he won't let right now at this particular time, we don't really need to hear from Trump. We need to hear from the professionals. What Trump needs to do is sign whatever letters, documents to get shit and supplies to where they need to be. People are in need. People are concerned in this country. And every time he's asked these tough questions in press conferences, he's disrespecting people. Look at what he said to the... This... Uh, 
earlier today, they had a press conference and one of the reporters asked a legitimate question. And this is how Donald Trump talked to the man. Listen up. When you say the Americans were scared, though, I guess nearly 200 dead, 14,000 who were sick, millions, as you witnessed, who are scared right now. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared? Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. I think it's a very nasty question, and I think it's a very bad signal that you're putting out to the American people. The American people are looking for answers, and they're looking for hope. And you're doing sensationalism, and uh, the same with NBC. And Concast. I don't call it, I don't call it Comcast. I call it Concast. Let me just ask for whom you work. Let me just say something. That's really bad reporting. And you ought to get back. That's Donald Trump. That's Donald Trump uh, once again. Very disrespectful. The reporter asked a legitimate question. And see, these are the things that causes people to panic. This is the sort of stuff that causes people to have certain worries and concerns because you just don't see proper direction coming out of the leadership of this country. I think you've got better leadership coming out of maybe the governors of some of these states. And I think Donald Trump even tried to blame the governors of each of the states For why they didn't have certain equipment and supplies and what have you. You know, at a time like this, you don't need we need less criticism. We need a president not criticizing the press. We need a president standing up and using t- taking command of a situation in which people are dying at any moment, at any time. And this is what leads people to believe that we are one step away from martial law. It leads people to run wild with their thoughts and their feelings and their reality from where they their standpoint from where they are. Now, let me look at this. Now, I'm going to read this as an article. This came out of Military Times. Will the coronavirus lead to martial law? While the number of cases of the novel coronavirus continues to grow around the country the global lawmakers are considering how best to cut down on the spread of the disease but the measures being taken have some citizens in the United States of America and service members wondering this even got the military wondering if martial martial law may be declared. So like I said, it's not that I'm not I'm not saying that martial law can't happen. I'm saying we only we need to think it through. If martial law is going to happen, it's going to happen. But I don't necessarily think it's it's happening because this was all put into motion to put us in martial law in the year 2020. I think that if we go under martial law, it's going to be due to whatever the circumstances such as coronavirus. And if they always wanted to put us in under martial law, yes, obviously they could use this as an excuse. But there's been so many other things that they could use that are less lethal to the health of the society and the economics of our society. They could have put this country under some sort of martial law. 
but America is capable of it. I'm not going to deny that. As of Tuesday, this is this past Tuesday, folks, more than one point. 1,300 guard personnel in 22 states were called up to aid efforts to stop the spread of the coronavirus. As the World Health Organization declared, the coronavirus is a pandemic. And this was declared on March 11th, with President Donald Trump following two days later to classify the virus as a national emergency, which it should have been declared a national emergency way long time ago. Now, Where I'm at in California, California Governor Greg Newsom in Sunday press release said that martial law was not necessary to combat the coronavirus in the state. And that's the governor of California. Doesn't believe, but doesn't mean it couldn't happen, folks. But I'm still going to keep calm. Don't become too over anxiety about it. Don't become too stressed out over it. Because if you begin to let your emotions and your stress take over you, then what happens is you can't think clearly through the situation. You can't make clear thoughts and you can't make clear action. If you want to establish a framework of martial law, which is the ultimate authority in enforcement, We have the capability to do that, but we are not feeling at the moment that that is necessary. This is what Governor Newsom of California, like I said, they have the ability to do it. But the question is, are they going to do it? Now, that's, you know, I'm a person that personally, I like to try to control things that I know I can control. That which I don't control, I can't let it overstress me. Because I don't own the military I don't control military I don't control weapons, guns, tanks I don't control whatever they're going to do I can only control myself And control how I respond to it Now I know back in the day When Rodney King got attacked by the cops In Los Angeles They put a quarantine Or sort of a state of emergency On South Central LA And they Caught at that community You know they made sure that no one can get out of that community And get in So they got the capabilities Hell they could have put us under They could have put <laughs> That area of Los Angeles under martial law For God knows how long If they really wanted to So they got the capabilities It's the question of will it happen But you got to think logically How it would come about If it was to really happen On Monday, Florida Senator Marco Rubio spelled spelling error requesting everyone to stop sharing misinformation about the use of martial law to maintain stability in the ongoing crisis. He wrote, please stop spelling stupid rumors. This is uh, one of these knucklehead politicians about martial law. Completely false He wrote it falsely We will continue to see closing And restrictions on Hours of non-essential business In certain cities and states But that is not martial law Now let me give you Everyone out there A running definition of what Martial law Really is In simple terms 
Martial law is the replacement of civil rules with temporary military authority in a time of crisis. While it's in while it's in position is rare, the United States does not have several net worth instance where the martial law came into play, including in times of war, natural disasters, and civil situation now that, that's right like i said the riot that happened in la that never really was called a they didn't bring martial law in they brought in the reserve they brought in um the police they brought in some military presence to control the particular area martial law is pretty much when you shut the whole country down Usually when something goes wrong in a state, they'll say a state of emergency and they'll restrict certain areas. Though there is no definition of martial law, the procedure in the United States holds that under its certain civil liberties may be suspended, such as the right to be free from unreasonable search and seizure, freedom of association and freedom of movement, and the ability to hold capital, you know, to, to go where you want to go and be free, the right to a trial before you are imprisoned. During martial law, they suspend all of that. Your rights are gone. They can search and seize you. All the legal ramifications go right out the window. Now, I'm going to read this again. Currently, the United States under war, under natural disasters and civil, um, when things have gotten out of control civilly, um, to my knowledge, the United States has never enacted, quote unquote, a martial law when there has been many instances in which they could have enacted martial law. That's why I'm saying earlier in the program, they don't need a damn virus. To kill people to put you under martial law They can put they can they can enact Martial law when there's a disaster And we've had natural disasters in California With the fires we've had Earthquakes we had the earthquake Of 89 We've had many things we got flooding We had the situation in Katrina There's many Things that they could do To push forth The operation of martial Law without the need Of a virus Getting people sick If they really want to do it That's why I'm saying People that are saying Well they're using coronavirus They could have used They could use many things Besides a virus To put us under martial law Just do your research And if you want to do more research Check out the King Ofter plan And that's a plan A contingency plan Of how they're going to deal with with the urban environments How they're going to deal with people in these urban environments Black people and other people If we were to get out of control That's the King Ofter plan Rex 84 Check that out Research that for yourself Study it So that's where we are right now Let me go ahead and uh, go over a few things Is this This is 
You could say that we're under a portion of martial law because we're being told that we can't go out unless you are going out to get food at the grocery store. If you are a person that works in the medical field. So you can say the fact that they're telling us that we can't go and come as we please in the state of California is sort of um, like a martial law. The problem is martial law is in which the military, you have a military presence. Now you got the tanks. Now you got the soldiers marching around the streets, so on and so forth. Now, what we have in California in legal order is all residents in California are restrict are directed to stay home except for essential activities. What are those essential activities? Public health workers who attempt to minimize the spread of this coronavirus, your police, your fires, I said before. Now, people are calling it a lockdown that we have here in California and other parts of the country that may go to a lockdown. The lockdown order goes into effect. It went into effect, everybody, uh, midnight, March 19th. That's when this all went into effect. Of course, we are in March 20th. This is the uh, what residents can do. Residents are allowed to leave their home for essential activities that include medical appointments, getting groceries and taking a walk while practicing social distance, taking care of family who may need additional assistance. Now, check this out. Under martial law, nobody would be able to do this. Under martial law, you wouldn't be able to leave your house and go get no damn groceries. You wouldn't be able to leave your house as you wouldn't be able to leave your house and go to work and do nothing. You wouldn't be able to go out and take a walk or go out and take care of family members. Under martial law, you can't do nothing. But I can see how people feel that this situation is making them feel like, oh, the next step is martial law to control us completely. If you've got a social security number, if you are an American citizen and you got an ID card, if you got a driver's license, you they've already got you under control. If you pay taxes, you're already under control. Now, this is a list of the general businesses that are that are allowed to operate under this lockdown or this sheltered or in or whatever they're trying to call it these days. That's healthcare operations, grocery stores, agriculture operations, businesses that provide food, shelter, and social services to the economically disadvantaged. Banks and related financial institutions, hardware stores, plumbing, electricity, other services that provide necessary maintenance and safety to a community. Essential operations, business providing mail and shipping. Educational institutions for the purpose of facilitating distance learning. Laundromats, dry cleaners, laundry and services provided. Restaurants and other facilities that prepare and serve food only for delivery or takeout. That's not martial law. Martial law would be none of that stuff would be happening. It would be a complete police state. A com- no, not just a police state. It would be a military state controlled completely. 
So I just wanted to add that to this podcast And I also wanted to remind people You gotta take care of your mental health Try to, uh, if you can at home, meditate, exercise Try to eat food, drink plenty of fluid You need to drink plenty of fluid Try to catch your breath Take some easy breaths Um, I I would say mentally for your Because you're gonna get mentally fatigued Listening to the radio and television Turn it off at some point in time, you got to turn it off, stop listening to it, because it's only going to stress you out. You're all some people in our society that we don't even think about are isolated, folks. There are people who have no family, no one to talk to, that are going to feel socially isolated, isolated in their apartments, in their homes. Uncertainty, meaning when is this going to end? Am I going to still have a job? Am I going to be able to get the food that I need? Is it going to get worse? Am I going to catch it? Uncertainty is a major trigger for the anxiety that I speak about. Across the country, people are being asked to work from home. To switch their routine up. There's definitely mental stress on families that are wondering if you are a single mother, a single father, a family who's wondering and you don't have an opportunity to work from home. You're wondering, what about child care? Who's going to take care of my child so that I can go to work if you're able to go to work? If you are a central worker, like a nurse or something, who's going to take care of my child? Why I go make this money and why I go try to make the place a better, the society a better place to live and a safer place to live. Who's going to watch your child? Those are questions. Now, there are a lot of mental health experts who say that there's a lot of ways to combat this psychologically, the psychological toll of coronavirus in the pandemic. The most common advice Includes avoiding sensational news coverage As I just said before Avoid listening to some of this stuff Interact with people over the phone Your family Maybe you know with all the technology that we have today You can go on social media And you can FaceTime people If you're a YouTuber You can talk to people on YouTube There are so many ways that you can still socially Connect with your family and friends If you're computer savvy If you're Social media savvy But keep in mind that there are people Our senior citizens There are people who are not as savvy With dealing with technology Maybe in the morning Go out and give a Get yourself a nice Breather Get some of that fresh air I know for some of us that are on lockdown Like California We were told that we could take a walk in the park Or walk our dogs Whatever it is, you've got to find a way to have an outlet to relieve the stress and the anxiety of what's going on in our society. Because it is important for humans to have the need, humans have the need, and it is important for humans to have social interaction. It's just as important as getting food and water. Now, if you've got mental health issues, this is another thing that's really devastating is that you may not have access to your mental health specialist right now because of the priority 
the priority in our society right now is the coronavirus. The psychological impact of the outbreak are underappreciated in what it is doing to people around the world and definitely American citizens. So we definitely have to take care of ourselves, take care of our mental health because this coronavirus issue is taking a toll on us mentally because we're waking up every day, we're thinking about it, and our first thought is, I don't want to catch it. So there becomes a fear that begins to creep into your mind, into your heart, and your thoughts. Then there is the anxiety and fear of will this lead to more restrictions being placed on people? Will this cause there to be a martial law? Well, now they will restrict us from doing any and everything. The question is, will I be able to survive? When will the coronavirus end? When will they have a vaccine? Then there's the concern that if I catch it, can I get a test? There's people who have anxiety around the issue that they can't get a test. When you're listening to the media every day and you're listening to the Information Man Speaks podcast. You are listening listening to Information Man podcast. When you're listening every day to the news and hearing the talking heads talk about the test issues with the test, not there not being enough tests, not being enough masks, what is that doing to your psyche psychologically? That's going into your spirit, into your mind. It is causing fear. It can cause further panic. There's already an anxiety right now when you have people that have gone to the uh, gun stores and you've got high sales of guns and ammunition. Now, clearly, if we're in America and people have the right to bear their arms. But to me, I see that as an example of the anxiety and the stress that people are feeling that to the point that they feel like I better load up on guns. I better load up on ammunition because what if things get real bad? And now my neighbors, my friends, people I don't even know, they might rob me for my resources, rob me of my resources. I could be going out to the store to get groceries and someone can roll up on me and say, you're going to have to give me your groceries. It's a dog eat dog world out here. Tell Tell the truth. truth. And I don't want to see that happen to anybody, but these are other fears that people have. You're listening to the Information Man Speaks podcast. I thank you for listening to the podcast this evening. Remember, I will be doing a podcast about how to boost your immune system on Sunday on my YouTube channel, my first channel, The Information Man Show. It'll be on at 12, 15 
Western Time, 2.15 Central Time, and 3.15 Eastern Time. Be sure to check out the show. Be sure to come over and support. We're going to get into it. We're going to break it down. Some of the things you need to be eating and thinking about when it comes to your health to boost your immune system. Make sure that you take the time to exercise while you're at home. Walk. Do some type of activity. Keep yourself strong mentally, emotionally, physically. These are the components that we're going to have to focus on. Our spiritual health, our mental health, and our physical health. All of those are connected and we need to keep ourselves monitored for stressors, for worries. We've got to figure out a way to cope through these times, through these situations. Even if we have a guy in the White House who does not know what he is doing. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast this evening, this day, this morning, this hour, wherever you are in the world. Once again, this is the Information Man Speaks podcast. And I can be heard on these platforms. The Information Information Man Man podcast can be heard on on nine major platforms, platforms. on the second second YouTube YouTube channel as well, well. Information Man Man Speaks Speaks Podcast. Podcast. Spotify, Spotify, Anchor, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 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 Podbean, Podbean, CastBox, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and finally finally Spreaker. Spreaker. That's right. The Information Man Speaks podcast. I want to thank you all. Take care of yourself. Do the best you can to deal with the stressors of what's happening. I know personally because I've experienced it, the stressors of going to stores and seeing nothing on the shelf. I know the stressors of wondering about your child here because I have a child. So I know what that is about to have that stress on you. And I understand why people can be stressed out about whether we're going to go into martial law. I'm going to say that again. Use your logic. People are going around saying that the coronavirus is a hoax. And I'm here to tell you that the coronavirus itself is not a hoax. Can it be used to manipulate the public politically? Yes. It can be used as, a, as an issue to implement things to have further control over people if the government wants to do that but what I'm here to tell you is there are so many other things that they can declare martial law that would not impact the stock market would not impact the NBA the NCAA or people being able to go to work even gasoline This is why you know this is real. Gasoline in America is deeply in control of the oil oil 
cartels of this okay even gasoline has gone down to two dollars i haven't seen gasoline down to two dollars in years folks so there is something to what's happening so take care of yourself make sure you wash your hands make sure you wear your protective equipment once again, if you have the coronavirus, some of the first symptoms you will experience will be a dry cough brought on by a lack of ability to breathe because it's a respiratory condition, which will later be brought on by a fever. These are some of the conditions. Understand the symptoms, understand your mind, your body, your spirit. Peace and love to everybody out there. Be safe. I will be back, if God willing, with more podcast. Protect your mental health. Don't allow everything that's going on to stress you out. You're going to have some stress, but you got to learn to cope and learn to get it under control so that it does not consume you to the point that you can't function and do the things you can do to take care of yourself, your family, your loved ones, and those that you care about. With that said, everybody, thank you. This is the Information Man Speaks Podcast. Man podcast can be heard on nine major platforms on the second YouTube channel as well. Information Man Speaks Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Castbox, SoundCloud, and finally Spreaker. In the White House, I can say his name. You are listening to Information Man Podcast. You are listening, you are listening to Information Man Podcast. Information Man, please make sure to subscribe to his channel. Jack Lake Preachers. All right.
right, take care, everybody. To Information Man Podcast.